Hi guys, it's Jaren again. It's Evil Bitch Hours. I'm back. So, <laughs> I just got done watching Charlotte Dobre. Her channel is so funny, just really reacting to everything and people being bridezillas and crazy friends and betrayals and cheating. It's it's kind of surreal to hear that people actually act in certain ways like this. Um, and then she discussed uh, someone saying that they weren't happy with their wedding ring, with their engagement ring. And my thing is, it's a tired rhetoric to force women to be okay with getting a ring pop as their engagement ring or whatever shitty ring that they get, even though they vocalize to their significant others that this is the type of ring that I want. Because first of all, if you're going to be wearing it forever, you might as well like it. If you are within reason and you're picking out a ring that you know the person can afford, I don't think you're being crazy. I don't think you're demanding too much. Because first of all, engagement rings traditionally are worth three paychecks as in you actually save up for it. It doesn't have to be worth three paychecks, but it is, like I said, something to save up for. And B, so many alternatives are available, as in getting a Moise Night Ring, which is from a meteor, and it actually looks like a diamond and shines, and it has more color and fire to it than an actual diamond. And lab-grown Moise Nights are fucking gorgeous. Um, so there are many alternatives to getting a ring that's beautiful that are of big sizes that won't cost you a lot. So there really is no excuse nowadays. My engagement ring that I'm hoping for in the future, because of my promise ring, I have just zeroed in on this moissanite seven carat moissanite heart-shaped ring on Etsy that I found. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a brilliant cut. And I literally like send it to my boyfriend. It's like $3,000, which again, compared to rings of that size in diamonds, that would range about $100,000 to $300,000 or whatever. And because it's a moissanite and it is lab grown, I'm able to potentially in the future have something that I actually will want to wear every day with a platinum band. So I'm saying that it is a tired rhetoric for women to just settle and for women to just accept a shitty engagement ring because nowadays there's there are so many alternatives there really isn't an excuse anymore. And first of all, wedding rings and engagement rings are meant to cost at least a thousand dollars and upwards so um you're literally saving your man a buck if you fucking go with moissanite and i'm just saying that you need to be able to get the ring that you want because you're the one that's gonna wear it every day the man might not care about it as much as you would because he's a man and he probably doesn't care and he gets a gold or silver band and he's done with it. But you as the woman who cares about your style and what you're going to be wearing on your hand every day for years, you might as well get what you want. Because honestly, personally, I end up not wearing things I don't want or things I don't like. So I think for something this important and this big and momentous, you should be able to get the ring that you want because you're gonna wear it every day and it should be worth the amount of money that will last you forever meaning if you buy a shitty ring you'd have wasted money because in the in the in the want to save money 
you buy a shitty ring and it ends up breaking down and it ends up looking ugly eventually. When you could have bought a ring of quality that would have saved you money in the long term because it would have stayed the way it initially looked. So I'm just saying boyfriends and husbands, get your game up and deal with it. Like you want your woman to be happy wearing something that they like every day. Otherwise they're not going to wear it. I know because I'm a woman and I experience the same thing. I don't wear my jewelry that I don't, I'm, I don't have much of an affinity to. They were more like frivolous expenses. Now in the case of Daphne, I mean, she probably should settle for a ring pop because this man is never going to commit to her. Now, this episode is about literally dissecting all of the messages that she sent me about this man. And you guys are going to find out how sus this all is. <laughs> this is all so sussy baka. My boyfriend and I finished our investigation yesterday. So detective him and detective me have decided that this truly is a situationship. And it's almost like she's desperate to delude herself. And it's almost like the guy doesn't even know he's in a relationship because he knows exactly what he's doing. So maybe she get her she should get her finger ready for a ring pop because that's literally all she's getting. All right, so let's start dissecting all this, shall we? And my cats have now joined me on my table. So first up on the list of red flags, she says, I haven't seen my man in so long. He's always working. First of all, if your man does not have consistency when it comes to seeing you, he's fucking playing you. Because even though you're not the clingy type, there should be a healthy balance of consistency and what he's able to give you. So he will either do one of two things. If you're clingy or you're not clingy, whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter. There needs to be a level of consistency. So one, he can either do like my boyfriend. Either A, he gives you all the time and attention that you need because he knows you're clingy and it would make you happy. And so he sacrifices his own needs for private time to make you happy and keep you happy. Or B, he finds a healthy middle ground to keep you satisfied while also getting his private time. There is no in-between. He either makes an effort to make you happy or sacrifices that altogether to keep you happy. There is no in-between. I remember when I was with Tristan, the motherfucker, the fucking ugly-ass fucking dog shit-ass man, he literally would tell me to give him space and he'd give me the approximate amount of time he needed, which is so weird and is a sign of cheating. Like, normally guys like this won't give you the ap approximate amount of time that he needs. And if he does give you an approximate time that you know amount of time that he needs then he's fucking cheating second of all she thinks that i am projecting all my insecurities or my traumas on her no baby girl this shit is global situationships are global and the fact that you are getting not even the bare minimum is so fucking sad because you're willing to settle for not even the bare minimums because you're so desperate to feel loved in the state that you are in right now because you're in a vulnerable vulnerable stage transitioning and you want someone to love you and you want to believe that someone wants to be in a relationship with you. There are people that are public with it and who do not care if people know that they're gay, 
if people know that they're attracted to trans people or people that are not fully realized in their transition, there are people who are open to that. I have ex-coworkers. I have fucking male friends that seem like they're dating someone that's trans. I have a, a supervisor that's literally trans and she has a boyfriend. It's, it's an actual relationship. It's an actual realized relationship. And she hasn't even... She isn't even, like, fully transitioned. She's literally looking at a boob job soon. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. This man is not open about his sexuality. And you guys are going to see that in the next messages, okay? So I even saw this reel one time where a girl said that if you are getting, if you're not even getting the bare minimum from this man, leave him. Because bare minimum is global. Bare minimum is universal. You'll, if you are so down and so down bad that you're willing to settle for not even the bare minimum, you need to realize that bare minimum is global. You can get the bare minimum anywhere else. And you aren't even getting that in this relationship because it's not even a relationship. <laughs> So the reason why I'm going hard on this, again, because I was called a bitch and a fake friend for telling her the truth, and I've been this person before, again, I don't want to have to reiterate because I've said all this in part two, but I refuse to have been her gateway to the feminine. I gave her all my routines, all my fucking brands, all my everything in an effort to be a good friend when she asked, no hesitation. Now she knows all my products, all my everything. I essentially gave my literal routines that make me who I am to her because she admires and looks up to me as the ideal feminine. Oh, but now I'm a bitch and a fake. Wow. Like that's fucking insane. So <laughs> it's kind of crazy how you would throw a friendship away over someone that doesn't even love you, that doesn't even want to commit to you, that is too ashamed to commit to you. And you can see it in the messages. He brainwashes her into keeping the relationship private. There's a difference between keeping the relationship private and keeping the relationship hidden. Because if it were just private, he'd be happy to fucking show the world that he is in a relationship. But if it was just private, people just wouldn't know the ins and outs of the relationship. But no, he's keeping the whole thing hidden. I don't think he even knows he's in the relationship because he knows what he's doing. No one else knows he's in a relationship. There's a difference between being private in a relationship and just keeping things hidden. So take note, y'all, if you're going through this, this, the situationship, the trap of being in a situationship. So again, this guy claims that he's a flight attendant and in flight school. So she says, Jonathan has been at this, at his flight school. So I feel he assists. No, you do not feel me because no matter what my boyfriend is doing, he is able to create time for me. And even when he's studying, we just exist together. There is no excuse. Like he still allows me to be clingy and gives me all the time and attention that I want because he knows I have anxiety and he knows that I like spending a lot of time with him. So no, we're not the same. And I'm actually in a relationship with mine. So you wish though, but that's fine. So this is where you know that this guy is never present because she says, we get in touch from time to time. He's the sweetest, but trust me, he's mad busy. So the second part, but trust me, he's mad busy. It really just sounds like she's echoing his statements, the false statements that he tells her 
to convince herself while saying it and writing it down and seeing it and reading it back. And also in an attempt to manipulate me into believing that this is real. Because when you're in a situation, you want to believe everything's good. You want to believe that this man is all about you. And so in an effort to feel good about it, even though shit's terrible, you brainwash yourself by reading things back that you've typed, by echoing the same statements and you hear it audibly in your own ears when you say it, and you also brainwash your friends so that they also echo the same statements back to you by brainwashing them with the stupid shit that he tells you. You spin everything into a positive. And I think the second part of the statement is her trying to convince herself. He's got flight school and being a flight attendant, so my baby is always in the air. If he's always in the air, how does he have time for school? Because y'all know flight attendants. They fucking are always at hotels or hostels, which, by the way, they fuck each other because it's almost like a one-night stand for these people because they will never see each other again because they're, they're people that work at different, uh, at different airports. So when they land in hotels or hostels, it's free game. Probably that's why... He doesn't want to be with you because he's getting his rocks off whenever he wants. And that's probably why he's busy because he's busy fucking pounding someone else out and not you. He does such a good job. I'm so damn proud of him. No, he's overselling himself. So you feel like he's the most amazing man ever and that you would hope for the future that he'd fly you. Girl, no, he won't. So this is one of the more worrying statements that my boyfriend and I have come across. She says, he just told me to get my shit together so we can have a life together. So we're basically working on ourselves separately for now till we can encounter again. Why is that a red flag? First of all, she's saying he just told me to get my shit together so we can have a life together. So essentially he's saying she's not good enough for him. And our suspicion is that he's not open about his sexuality and he does not want anyone to know that he's attracted to either gay people or transgender people. Because like I said, she does not pass. Like she still looks like a boy. And so I think that he is worried that because of that, he'll get judged. And he's she echoes that statement also. So you'll get to read those. But that's just super sad because if this man actually loves you at this point, He would not hide the relationship. He can be private about the relationship, but he's hiding the relationship. There is a palpable difference. And right now, it's fucking horrible for him to be like, oh, you're not good enough for me. Get on my level, fix your life, and then we can be together. That's how you know this man will never commit to you. Because if he loved you, he'll commit to to you now and keep the relationship private, not hide the relationship if he really loves you. He would commit to you right now. No questions asked. And then she continues, right? So we're basically working on ourselves separately for now till we can encounter again. So the issue with this is he literally is telling her to just stand by and just be waiting for him. And it's so sad because she's trying to spin anything that he tells her into a positive. When it's not positive, because obviously she's saying we're basically working on ourselves. Did he say that? Because what I heard is that he's telling you to get your shit together, but not him because he's perfect, right? He doesn't see anything wrong with himself when obviously it's his issues that he needs to be working on so that he's not ashamed to say that he's with you. So he's not ashamed to say that he's with someone that isn't fully realized in her transition that she still looks like a boy because he's ashamed that his boys will fucking judge him for dating someone that 
has not transitioned still looks like a man. Yeah, it's a harsh truth. But like you have to fucking realize it. Because in other messages, you will see that she is so... She keeps saying that, oh, he's made me fall in love into fall in love with the woman I am. That you should be doing that on your own. Like I said in my glow up episode, you can glow up if you're doing it for other people. It has to be for you. Because then you're easily manipulable like this. Like, girl, I've become such a good woman because of him. He drove me to live myself. Oh my god. Like she has no job, by the way. She hasn't worked in forever. For the entire time I've known her. She hasn't been back in school for the entire time I've known her. And I get it because I've had to switch schools back when I was in high school because of bullying or whatever. I've had to switch schools because I wasn't sure of the course that I was going in and spending years in. But there's no excuse. You still get back on it and you still deal with it. There's no excuse. Like every time I've had a hiccup in life, I still pursued it to get my shit together and be independent. She has none of that. And because she has none of that, she has now put her entire being into the pseudo relationship because she wants to have a life that she doesn't have. She's making this guy her life. And so she's saying, he makes me want to, he drove me to live myself. Girl, if he's driving you to live yourself, you should have a job right now. (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, and become such a good woman. I think this man has Andrew Tate vibes because he just, it sounds like he wants her to be submissive, be waiting on him, be like so devoted to him. And that's what she thinks being a woman in a relationship is. No. The only reason why you think this is because you're too afraid to bring up your needs to this guy because you know he's not going to fucking listen. You know you're, you can ask for more in this relationship and he won't hear it. And that's why you're not going to say anything. That's why you want to be the best woman for him. Because what he wants is someone that doesn't question him. What he wants is someone that does not ask for what they deserve. And you're going to see all of that in the future messages. Y'all think I'm fucking making this up? No, just sit. Just sit tight. Also, if your man isn't supporting you telepathically, break up with him. (laughs) Oh my god. And then she says, girl, I am hella anxious, but I just try to remember he loves me and that gets me through it because I won't lose my person. He's the one. First of all, if you have never had a discussion with your man about loyalty, about being exclusive, never assume. If you've never felt safe in the relationship and he makes you feel anxious because you never see him and he brainwashes you into thinking, oh, it's just because I'm busy. I'm a flight attendant in flight school. First of all, bitch. You're saying your man has never had data on his phone when literally everyone is glued to their phone with data and Wi-Fi at any fucking hostel. (laughs) I remember when my mom had a crisis and fucking ran away and started living at a fucking hostel in a fucking foreign country. She still had internet. She still was able to reach out to me. No excuses. You're telling me when she when he goes to sleep at hotels, he doesn't say goodnight. He doesn't text you. He doesn't fucking call you. He doesn't anything. Girl, come on now. Don't delude yourself like that. I think she's so desperate to be loved and want to be in a relationship that she's saying, I won't lose my person. He's the one. If he was the one, you would not be in a constant state of anxiety to the point where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose this guy. When I was with Tristan trash bag man, okay, I hope he's listening. He would constantly put me in a state of anxiety to the point where 
my body knew something was wrong when I was on the phone with him, I would feel ill. My body was like, there's something wrong here. And I would just be in a state of anxiety constantly, even though I was on the phone with him because I knew something was up. And if you're around somebody that causes you to be ill because of how much anxiety they're giving you, it's a red flag and you should listen to your body. You should listen to your intuition. Again, I'm not projecting my fucking trauma. It's a global and international trauma, bitch, because every fucking girl has gone through this and they fucking know all this. And if a woman is trying to save you and tell you, girl, this is red flag material, I fucking did this to my best friend and she apologized. And then eventually I learned my lesson and I'm like, I'm sorry, I did not believe you. Girl, (laughs) I remember my boyfriend like said that I shouldn't do the pod episodes because this is punishment enough. And like me doing this is punishing her twice. I'm like, how am I punishing her twice? And then he's like, well, because she has to be in this pseudo relationship. (laughs) You're literally punishing her twice. So then she also adds, what I mean is that getting right within myself to be able to give myself to him and he's doing his thing. Okay, so it sounds like he only wants you to work on your shit and he sees himself as this perfect person that you have to work up to. First of all, if this man actually wanted to be with you and loved you, he would see you as a person, not a thing that has to be able to fit his standards And I know it's not a perfect world. And if for whatever reason, like for example, if your man thinks you weigh too much, he would work with you and encourage you to work out and lose that weight in a healthy way and not bully you into changing, which I feel like this is what it is. Like he's saying, you can't be with me. You're fucking subpar. You ain't what I want right now. So you have to fix yourself while I'm chilling. The fuck? And then she goes, I knew he was the one my whole life, not going to lie, but I didn't realize. Girl, why are we brainwashing ourselves? It, she, she really feels like she's in a cult by herself. Like, what do you mean you've known your whole life? I get that if you guys knew each other from childhood or whatever, but that doesn't mean you were meant to be together your whole lives. You just knew about him and he knew about you. That's it. What the fuck? Now, this is the actual sad part. So instead of, so what she's doing is she's interpreting any sweet thing that he says as proclamations of love. No, a proclamation of love is actually saying, I love you. And even then from guys like this in situationships, they don't fucking mean that. They want, like I said, they want to love bomb you in the beginning and then keep you coming and keep you staying by breadcrumbing you and giving you anything that they know you would want to hear. So she thinks that these are proclamations of love, but it's honestly just desperation and wanting to hold on to anything to feel good about this relationship. You want to know why? Because she says, just the way he said he loved me, just girl, it took me out. When he saw pics of me, damn, wow, when were these taken? These are beautiful. I think this man knows her insecurities and knows that because she's showing him pictures, he knows that she was looking for that approval. And so he peppered her with praises of her pictures and that is what impressed her so much because like it's so sad to the point where when she hears compliments it's almost like it's the first compliment she's ever heard in her entire life because she probably never gets complimented and so when this guy gives her compliments like this it's like oh my god he loves me bitch no like have you never been fucking played before where a guy peppers you with shit the best way to worm yourself into a woman's heart is through their ears because they like to hear flattering shit 
She is so desperate to feel loved that she will interpret everything as proclamations of love. If he has not said, I love you, don't fucking give a shit about it. And if you know this man is sus, don't fucking accept an I love you. Because that was a trap I fell into in a situation. JP fucking said he loved me days after, cheats on me. Girl, you're fucking stupid. Maybe not stupid, just fucking desperate. Empathetic. Then she says, like, bitch, he's the one. And it's crazy how I had so many crushes and even dated guys because they looked like him. Okay, well, that's just a sign that you've been dating the most douchiest guys because she sent me pictures of him. Girl, he looked fucking, oh my God. He looked like the most douchiest man on earth. He might as well be Andrew Tate's son. Fucking, he doesn't even look like Andrew Tate. And Andrew Tate already looks like a fucking potato. Like, he looks like such a douche right? He looks like an incel that, like, wishes he was cool. He's skinny and shit with fucking spiked hair with sunglasses indoors fucking posing like a fucking stupid motherfucker in front of planes inside the airport. Like, oh my god, like, textbook douche-looking man? Google it. Textbook douche-looking man. (laughs) He will fucking show up. This Jonathan guy will fucking show the fuck up on Google Images, I swear. Girl, it's the cutest story. I've known him since he was little. He's like a brother to me, basically. I always felt the vibe, sis. Oh my god, I I'm I told y'all. People that call you sis, red flags, run the other way. If they call you sis, run away. Shoot them. I don't know. I'm kidding. Don't shoot anybody. But if they call you sis, run the fuck away. Cause like, what does this mean? He's like a brother to me, basically. So you wanna fuck your brother? Your brother wants to fuck you? Girl, what the fuck? You'll even, like, feel some pedophilia vibes later. Because, oh my god, when I tell you they talk about fucking baby doll sex moans. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Girl. Oh my lord, my man's is so cute to me. Everything about him is sexy. I love his teeth that aren't straight, yada, yada, yada. Just basically saying that he's imperfect and he she loves her for that. Okay, well, you're imperfect. Does he love you for that? No, he doesn't. If he did, he'd commit to you now and have a private relationship with you if that's what y'all wanted. But no, he just hide in the relationship. Girl, I'm about full of boobin. Yes, my mom introduced him to me. We've been intimate once, but he's shy. I'm saving myself for this man. So first of all, if you guys have been intimate and you were a minor at the time, I don't have a timeline of this again, but if he was in his 30s and 20s, while you were intimate when you were younger and you were not legal, girl, it's a groomer. And the fact that you're falling for this, but you did a pod episode with me about pedophilia and shit, oh my God, oh my God, (laughs) oh my God. And second of all, why is your mom doing this? Why is your mom, I get that her mom probably understands that she's in a vulnerable place and is desperate to be loved by anyone, anyone, and so she's enabling this. It is so, it's just so dumb. If you see your daughter fucking desperate like this, you set her straight and you talk to her like a woman. And then again, her saying I'm saving myself for this man's implies they, they're not in a relationship. They're not. Because why, even if you were saving yourself for marriage, like, why would you say, I'm saving myself for this man? No, you just say, oh, we're waiting for marriage. Like, no, like, this is so, they're obviously not in anything. And she's holding on for dear life. 
he's just my everything, but I'm still early in my transition and becoming the woman he needs. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's not a beautiful thing. There are so many men, even out here in the Philippines, and we're in a very conservative society that are open about dating a gay guy. Literally my college baby from fucking college, I already said that, I don't know why I said that again, is dating a man and they're dating each other publicly. Their families know each other their friends know about each other there is no excuse anymore even in a conservative society motherfuckers out here be open about marrying and dating the same sex or you know a transgender person like there's no excuse you're telling me you're in america and they are more open about this shit and i get that there are still stigmas and people that will hate you for it but there's no excuse if people can do it over here in a mad conservative society where one of my older colleagues from college, she's she was like an older sister to us, and she has dated two um, lesbian girls. She got, I think, uh, I think she broke up with her last one and then is now married to another one. And then my college baby fucking is dating a guy right now. Like, there is no excuse anymore to not be open about you being in a relationship with either the same sex or someone transitioning there is no excuse he's ashamed of you he doesn't want to be associated with you he thinks you're not good enough he thinks you're not a woman he thinks you don't pass he thinks you don't look like a woman and he's afraid that his friends will say that he's dating an ugly person because you still look like a boy please I was literally so afraid if he was the right guy, but my mom knew him since he was a kid and she really wants us to be together. She really set my fear straight. He is a shy soul. Oh my God. When I tell you this is like really weird, like why I have never even had my parents meddling in my dating life. Like the only time my father has meddled is just telling me to never pick a guy that would hurt me or being super protective of me in that way. But that's normal for fathers, even though they're misogynistic in their protective ways. But no parent would get this involved. She's just getting involved because she knows you're desperate and you're in a vulnerable place. And that's why she's enabling this. And then second of all, no shy soul. When you're with your partner, you should feel like you're able to be yourself. He should not be shy with you. If anything, he should be opening up to you. Even I got motherfucking played by Tristan the trash bag, gorilla man. Like he literally has long hairs on his butthole that he has not shaved. And I've seen it and I feel ashamed to have seen it. But my point is this trash man of zero fucking value opened up to me literally about his everything. So the fact that she's settling for not even the fucking bare minimum is really sad because this guy is obviously not opening up to her because he knows what he's doing and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want this. He knows exactly what he's doing to you and you're letting him. He needs loyalty and a girl that's not going to cheat on him and that girl... Okay, does he know that he needs to be loyal to you too? Have you guys talked about that? Again, it's so retarded because I've dated other people too. And these men have explicitly told me, oh, I don't want you talking to anybody else. I only want you to talk to me. I don't want you dating anyone else or whatever. Or they say, oh, you're my girl and I'm your man. And that's it. If they were proud of you, they'd fucking tell you that shit. Even in the talking phase, even in the exclusive phase. Again, I used to have exclusive phases, but I don't support that anymore because again, you're giving them the free trial to the free trial. The free trial is being a girlfriend, the free trial to being the wife. So you're essentially giving them the free trial to the free trial for what? 
for what? To waste your time? You're giving him girlfriend prices at literally $1. Are you not embarrassed? Trust me, he'd never cheat on me. I trust him so much. He's a noble guy. And from the jump, being exclusively together is a goal. Okay, so y'all are not exclusive. So you are out here saying you'll be loyal to him, but he gets to fucking rail any fucking bitch or man he wants. Bitch. It's right there. It's right there. I feel like he doesn't even know he's in a, in a pseudo relationship. Or he knows that. Oh, my boyfriend just messaged Look at that! Your boyfriend, if he's actually dating you, will message you. Holy shit! Revolutionary. But it's just so funny. Trust me, he'd never cheat on me. I trust him so much. He's a noble guy. And from the jump, I mean, it just sounds like she's deluded and that this is literally she's alone in these goals because it just, don't, it just doesn't sound like he even wants to be in this. It just sounds like she's alone in this relationship. I don't think he even knows he's in a relationship, really. He's literally my teddy bear. Oh my lord, he fine as fuck. He helped me to find the woman I am by loving me. Girl, why were you unable to find the woman you are on your own? You're doing a transition. Like, you don't need this extra stupidity and extra stress that he's putting on you. He should not be the one to tell you what kind of woman you are. You should be able to tell yourself what kind of woman you want to be. If you want to be a bad bitch, if you want to be a trad wife, that should be on you. Not him. The fuck is wrong with you right now? But yes, I was scared at first, but honestly, he's made me feel safe, and especially when he's driving. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Did y'all fucking hear that? Like, she's so desperate to be in this and to feel good about this that basically what she's saying is, I'm grasping onto anything that will make me feel good in this relationship because I do not feel safe because he only calls me when he's driving, when he's alone. That's so depressing. That's so sad. Again, when I was with my boyfriend, he went to Thanksgiving with his family. He was able to fly back for free because of his job. And I, his mom literally waved hi to me while I was on the phone with him. I was able to speak with his aunt, his grandma, his friends know, know about me by name, his coworkers, his friends from high school. They know he gave me a promise ring. Girl, there's no excuse. There is no excuse. We've even talked about the future. We were like, oh my God, I want your friends to like me. I want your friends to be my friends. And she's like, yeah, I'll take you along. Like, I feel like they would like you. I feel like you guys would get along. There's no excuse, girl. There's none, none. Uh, oh my God. She's so desperate to know that he makes time for her when he doesn't because all apparently he only gives time for her when he's driving. Girl, this is so sad. I know he'd die for me and vice versa. No cap. Oh my God. So this is where we're at. The bar is in the ground. The bar is in hell because a man will die for you because he talks to you when he's driving, but not anytime else. Oh my God, this is so depressing. He definitely gets more defensive because he's been hurt a lot. Girl, trust me, that's not the reason why he's defensive and he's distant from you. That is not the fucking reason why. Holy shit. Again, if a man wants you, he will drop his traumas. He will drop everything again dean from the fucking bachelor he was like uh, like playing multiple girls because his reasons were he runs away from good things and that's why he keeps exploring his options instead of sticking to someone that already makes him feel good and so 
he finds somebody that he has great, great chemistry with. He ends up dropping her. He leaves the island. And guess what? He motherfucking comes back for her and says, Kaylin, I always run away from the good things in my life. And this time I'm determined to not run away. And I actually love you. Please go home with me. Guess what? They're fucking engaged to be married right now. There's no excuse. If a man loves you, he will drop things for you. There's no need to wait. Which is why I've really gone hard in understanding him, men, and what he needs as a man from a woman. This just sounds so fucking pathetic. You are the perfect man. You're the perfect woman for Andrew Tate. Let me just say that right now. I'm gonna rock this man like a baby. Okay, well, here comes the pedophilia weirdness. Like, I understand fixers, and fixers want to fix men that are broken, but she is doing this so hard that it's giving pedophilia vibes like it's really weird i just want to dress like a whore for him even when i'm 80 and he's 90 lmao girl what the fuck (laughs) i can't we are nearing disturbing and uncomfortable territory so prepare your ears okay my neighbor that's coughing outside right now she needs to be prepared because she's gonna hear this okay No, for real. I'm so protective of him. Oh my god. My goal is to give him ultra femme yet natural dolled up Barbie bimbo baby girl mama vibes virgin ho type beat. Okay. (laughs) Holy fuck. Pedophile Express. Girl, we did a pod episode on pedophilia. Why are you enabling this shit? Girl, why? Oh my god. desperation holy shit what the fuck essentially be his everything uh, he's five five even though he's like six feet tall in my head and i'm five four almost so my heel so in heels my tits are ideally in his face and i love that and we have an age gap uh, i want to straight up tell him when i'm 23 and you're 32 let's really get together john Oh my god, if he ain't getting together with you right now, girl, this shit mean nothing. So I remember when, and I think what they're doing is long distance, that's what it sounds like right now. But my thing is, again, even if this was long distance, it seems highly inconsistent and he doesn't show up a lot. And it causes her anxiety and that's wrong. Second of all, after... I, you know, discovered my boyfriend after we hooked up for like three days and I stayed over the third night and he decided he, you know, confessed that he caught feelings and we discussed wanting to date and do long distance after I went back to work and literally days later, he fucking messages me and saying, I'm going to fix my passport and stuff so I can come back and see you. No hesitation no hesitation we weren't even fucking officially dating yet we were still in the talking phase essentially and he already made plans to fix his passport and come see me no excuse no excuse no excuse no excuse thank you so much she literally said he adores me before i ever told her about us oh my god your mom is an enabler holy shit girl i literally know him so well without even knowing it all i know in my soul he's mine oh my god (laughs) 
I understand being young and thinking that this man is your forever. There are so many fish in the sea. That's not even funny. I literally, but like when you're in the stage and you feel like no one will fucking love you, I don't have to be trans to fucking know how that feels and to settle for a man that mistreats you and mentally and emotionally abuses you because he's a narcissist. I don't have to be a trans person to fucking know how this feels because I did this. I settled me looking like the shit that I did when I was fucking younger at 23 looking like the hottest bitch in the fucking world and y'all are probably like oh my god Darren, bitch have you seen my instagram <laughs> i don't have to edit shit girl and i still fucking settled for this bitch the fuck girl Mm-mm. now i'm always dating older guys and i have a very grown body type and i know he was always into me what do you mean grown body type girl you just have some weight on you you don't have a grown body type what are you talking about girl just like i realized i always liked and chased it and dated men that looked like him when i see his previous girlfriends and we and women he's been with it kind of makes me shook because these bitches remind me of myself okay well this is this can be true in one of two ways one he either only dates ugly girls and that's why she thinks this or two she's desperate for her to be his type if you think that's mean, I've seen her pictures. Mm -mm. It could be true one of two ways. It's like we were always trying to find each other, and once he really opens up, and once I'm ready to jump in, it's clear skies from there on out. What? Always trying to find each other. You guys just knew of each other. See, putting mystical shit into this is not going to help you. And if anything, it's a sign of narcissistic abuse, emotional and, and mental narcissistic abuse. If you cannot, for the life of you, trace why you love this man or why your connection is so strong. It's always some mystical shit. Uh, victims of mental and, and emotional and even physical abuse from narcissists will always say, I don't want to leave him because our connection is so strong. When you ask them why, they can never pin the reason on a tangible feeling, on a tangible reason why you love the person. So for example, with my boyfriend, I can say he sacrifices his needs to make me happy. He actually executes tangible actions in order to come back and see me. He actually shows me with his actions. While with things like this, it's always, oh, because our connection is so strong, I just feel the magic. It's never anything tangible with victims of mental, physical, whatever, narcissistic abuse. For me, I've always dated older guys, and I realize why. Because I was looking for my millennial man. I'm not even sure what the fuck that means. I said, fuck fear, he's mine. Like, my feels, my fears will destroy me. I don't give a fuck. I'm never leaving him, girl. I can only have the relationship I want with him. And I feel he's always been reaching for me, and it's hard. She's saying this because she thinks that this is the only relationship she'll ever have. She's desperate because she thinks that this is the only man that will ever like her or love her. And so she's hanging on super hard, even though deep down she knows she's being mistreated and neglected and not appreciated and used. But girl, I'm so glad that you relate to me because hearing that makes me feel so much better. Because at this time, I was just trying to be nice and I knew deep down that something was wrong. I eventually told her, obviously, but that didn't work. But every time I would hear the stuff that she would say, I would feel like there were alarm bells going in my head. And I perhaps I should have told her earlier, but it would have resulted the same in the same way. So, I mean, it would have made no difference when I would have told her 
that something was not right. And then she says, because hearing that makes me feel so much better. Like I talked to my other friend about it and I explained to my little brother about it and such. And it's crazy because I feel like I'm going crazy and I'm the only person in the world. So I think what she's saying here is because towards the end, right, when she blew up at me, she says, my brother told me you'd act like this because the, the brother probably doesn't believe her and thinks this is all bullshit and that the guy is using her. And so he probably said something along the lines of, well, ask your friend Jaren. She probably will say the same thing. And so she took that to heart. And that's why she feels alone because her other friends are setting her straight and being like, you're being used. And that's why she lashed out at me being like, well, my brother makes me feel alone and my other friend made me feel crazy because I feel alone. And then since I didn't agree with it and I told I broke the news to her, I think you're getting played. She lashed out. And that's why she said, oh, because my brother said you'd act like this. And I'm like, OK, I'm glad he knew I tell you the truth because I feel like I'm going crazy and I'm the only person in the world. So this anxiety is just too much or I shouldn't be in this. Her rational brain is telling her to not be in this. Again, she's on hormone therapy. So maybe that's why she's also being irrational. And normally if I would talk like this to her, she'd set me straight, but she's being irrational and desperate right now. Maybe it, the hormones are also blinding her. Hormones actually are a huge factor to acting irrationally. Literally my boyfriend can tell when I'm getting my period because I I complain about it and then be I'm extra anxious for no reason so hormones actually affect a lot of your decision making and it really makes you crazy it could be that hopefully it's that holy shit but then I realized it's completely normal to be afraid and to have things try to sabotage you and I'm realizing now that yeah this is my forever yeah it's normal to get anxiety but not listening to your rational mind and your gut is just lying to yourself because you're desperate Girl, my mom was all, he's going to buy you everything. Again, mom, why the fuck are you enabling this? Holy shit. Like, I'm not going to use him ever, but I love that he's a real man and a provider. He's so generous. I love him. How the fuck have you, you, oh my God. How do you know this? How do you even know he'd be a provider? Like, you probably can't even talk to him about serious shit like this. Like, for example, with my boyfriend, like, we discussed dynamics between females and males or men and women if y'all don't like those terms being in a relationship and I told them that because what he thinks is if the woman invites the guy to something and vice versa they should pay for it and in my personal opinion I feel like naturally the man will spend so much more in a relationship for the woman because like what are you gonna do like if the girl says oh my god let's go out I'm craving are you gonna like bill everything and write everything down that she should pay you back for no you naturally want to buy your girl things and food. So we discussed that and obviously we don't agree. And he's like, that's fine. Like, I still will buy shit for you. I don't care. So that's something that can be discussed. And again, because she's in a situationship, this man doesn't even know that they're in a relationship because he knows exactly what he's doing. She probably can't even talk to him about shit like this. And you're going to see that later. She describes it as being too strong when it's just her communicating her needs and wanting more from him. But this guy's never going to give her more because he knows exactly what he's doing. Girl, I literally fucked on him because I was too strong. So while we're always going to be committed, it's been distant. Girl, I don't even think he knows he's committed. <laughs> I don't think he even knows he's supposed to be committed. Oh my God, don't brainwash yourself. I literally fucked on him because it was too strong. A man running away because a woman wants more from him is weak, 
and he does not want to be in us because you know you want to know why men and women that want to commit something only to something only then will they give you what you need they will run if you're not the one if you're not the one they will not expend effort to change or to suit your needs or to give you what you need and want He's a shy guy, and I had to realize this is my person, and I fucked up even though God literally prepared me for this lesson. No, girl, God has prepared you, like, your entire life to probably not fall for this shit, and you still keep falling for it. So I really just learned to stop being within myself and focus on him in that aspect. Okay, so essentially you're afraid that he'll detach because he's programmed you, and I know this because this has happened to me, but it's not just me, and I'm not just projecting because literally everyone in the world has experienced this, whether with a girl or a guy, usually they will run if you are asking for more than what they want because what they want is they want to use you, and they are not planning to commit to you, and so this is what they want. They just want someone to use and program. So now he's essentially training you like a dog and fucking telling you, if you need more from me, I will be distant and I will leave. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. And becoming better for him makes me better within my daily life and it's just insane. Girl, being better within your daily life, would you be going back to school and getting a job? Her life literally is Instagram all day, every day. That's all she does. Like, I get a deluge of fucking notifications and reels from her. Girl, get a job. Don't make your man, don't make this man, I can't say your man, he's not your man, but don't make this man your job. So I'm giving him space to be him. Although we talk every now and then, it's very sweet and calm and friendly. So it's very sweet and calm and friendly. That sounds like strangers to me. It does not sound like you're in a relationship. It does not sound like he's committed. Oh my god, I can't even... So our love has always been there. How do you know this? Who's told, he has the E? Has he told you that? This is so shookinating. I'm literally tripping on my words. Has he told you that? <laughs> it's just because of social stigma. Our relationship can be hard. Again, in a conservative country, I have multiple friends who are, who are publicly and committed to their gay lovers in relationships to their lesbian girlfriends, to their trans girlfriends, no excuse. And I'm in a conservative country where this shit is frowned upon. And you're in America, in New York, nonetheless. Are you, like, what the fuck? No excuse. But no one gives us what we give each other. Honestly, I'm the clingy one and he gets different, distant, but we definitely have a lot of yin and yang energy. So sometimes I get distant and he, so he probably gets very clingy at times too. The fact that she says probably she's trying to <laughs> make it seem like he is when he's not. She's just trying to brainwash herself so she doesn't get hurt. But the thing is, there does not have to be yin and yang energy because you're telling me if you need attention, he runs away. If he needs attention, you run away. It should not be this hard. If you are meant to be for each other and you actually want to commit, you want to commit. Does he? Obviously not because this is like like, like, a, like a fucking tug of war game. Like, what the fuck? It should not be this difficult if the other one is also committed to you. And second of all, the only reason why he comes back when you get distant is because he's afraid to lose his plaything. So once he gets you back on track with his breadcrumbing, he gets distant again, you get anxious again, and then you step away to give him his space and he's like, oh no, I'm losing my plaything, and then he comes back. That's all this is. Come on.
So for me, I've realized that. So when he needs to cling to me, I'm going to give him space to do that with boundaries because every healthy relationship needs boundaries. Yes, but then at the same time, it should not be a tug of war. You guys either want to talk to each other or not. Like this is just so overly unnecessarily stupid. And when I need to cling to him, I'm going to respect his space. So essentially none of you are giving each other attention. Like this is so retarded. And when it comes to being distant, give each other personal space and respect boundaries, of course, but learning to not be distant or flighty and be there for this person is such an important lesson. And him being here for me is going to be a very important thing he does for our relationship. Again, because he does not want you. That's why you have to feel like you have to teach him to be a better man. You have to teach him to be a better boyfriend. You have to teach him how to commit because he does not want to commit. He knows what he's doing. He will never learn that lesson. Take it from me and a million other women that's been through this shit. He will never commit to you. You feel like you're teaching him a lesson. Men don't need to be taught to commit. They will commit if they want to. They will chase you if they want to. They will pursue you if you want if they, they want to. My man is already in a relationship with me. Guess what? He still pursues me, even though he already has me. We're already dating, right? And he fucking calls me on the phone and he says, when we come back or when I come back to see you, when I fly back to the Philippines to come see you, I want to take you out on dates. If he wanted to, he will. Because honestly, he doesn't have the time or energy for people, but he loves me, so it's different. Girl, you're being fucking manipulated. I feel like the reason why, because this just sounds like to me, like she's asking for more. She wants more from him. She wants more time and attention for him, essentially, because she wants a relationship he does not. And so he gives her a non-answer. He gives her an answer that will placate her and manipulate her. She give, He gives her an answer that will that she can spin around in her head and be in denial about. Because he knows that this is a non-answer and doesn't actually address her needs. And so she he gives her an excuse. And so now she's spinning it in a positive way. And she's like, oh, but he loves me, so it's different. No. He has time and energy for people, just not for you. Because to be quite honest, the ideal relationship for us is me and him being together alone. Like, fuck the world. Like, see, she says, for us, is me and him being together alone. He does not want anyone to find out about this. He does not want anyone to know that he's into trans people. He does not want anyone to know that he's potentially gay. Leave right now. Like, fuck the world. We have our friends and family that we love, but we don't associate with anything. Don't associate with anything. Girl, again, like, there's a way to keep your relationship private without hiding the relationship. All he's doing is hiding the shit because he has issues within himself. It's not you that needs fixing. It's him that needs fixing. But don't fix him. That's not your job. We just live our lives and have fun within ourselves till we die and ascend together. Die and ascend together? Who the, what the fuck? Oh my gosh, she's on drugs. She does smoke a lot of weed. And I'm thinking like maybe the hormones in the weed are like fucking interlocking and now creating this terrible incident. Oh my God. Who knows? Maybe we'll live another life. I'll get reincarnated again if he wants to. If you have to think about your relationship like this in a mystical way, leave. Because this shit ain't real. You're just so desperate because you know that the reality is not the reality that you want. That she has to go into a different universe to feel good about this non-relationship. For me, he's a giver and he will definitely provide. My goal is not to take advantage and provide what I can to. Girl, you don't have a job. You don't have any savings. You have nothing. Get a job. 
because he's been with girls in the past who would get mad Pandora charms because he wanted to impress her and provide for her because he's the type of man and you know that jewelry is expensive. And what do they do? They fuck him over even though he spends hundreds of dollars on you because this man probably thinks that the only way to a woman's heart is money and jewelry and they pro he probably doesn't even see them as an actual person that has standards that has emotional and physical and mental needs from a man. And so he thinks that the only, this is misogynistic by the way too. It seems like he only sees women as creatures to be placated with money and jewelry. And so that's all he gives them. And no, they don't fuck him over. They probably have communicated to him what they actually need and he won't listen and he doesn't see them as people and are not treating them the way they should be treated in a relationship. So no, he's fucking trying to make his life a drama series and you're completely falling for it so that you end up like falling in love with the potential of this man that you will never fucking see because he will never give that to you because he doesn't want to commit to you. And what do they do? They fuck him over even though he spends hundreds of dollars on you. Good for them, bitches. He's all mine. Okay. <laughs> the women that are call that you're calling bitches will probably tell you why he's a he no one wants him. Okay? The women that you're calling bitches are probably going to tell you why no one wants him. He seems like an Andrew Tate supporter. I'm just gonna say that. He's been hurt so many times by literally everybody. I refuse to ever hurt him and leave him alone in life. Okay, well, the funny thing about narcissists and people like this who aren't narcissists but will mentally, physically, emotionally abuse you or whatever the case may be, the thing about these people is they're good at manipulating. They're good at making you feel sorry for them so that you don't ask for your needs and you don't let go because you chalk it up to everything they've dealt with in life. They chalk it up to all their trauma. It's literally like the, that scene in White Chicks where they're, they're, the girlfriend the girl with the blonde hair, she was like, oh, Keith is has just, like, had, like, such a hard life because his aunt died, like, three years ago, and she chalks it up to that, and that's why she, that's why he won't commit, or that's why he won't date her and just sleeps with her. Again, it's exaggerated, but, like, that is literally on point for the reality of this. They use their traumas as an excuse to mistreat you. No matter what fucking kind of, kind of trauma you have, you have no right to treat someone subpar or abuse them or string them along like this. So he's literally making it seem that he's had such a bad life so you get hooked and feel bad because every time Tristan mistreated me, Tristan the trash bag asshole, every time he did this to me, I would just chalk it up to, oh, he's been abused. Oh, he was molested. Oh, he was this. Oh, he was that. Everyone beat up on him. Everyone yada, yada, yada. No. Mm -mm. Everyone has traumas. Everyone has issues they've dealt with. There's no excuse. If he will commit to you, he will commit to you. If not, drop him. Yes, a lot of men lock lack eq but he's so emotional and women never let him be himself my goal is to give him self-love and a space to be himself safely oh yeah i know the type of relationship we have the, log the logistics are extremely important because a lot can go wrong she's admitting that this has no stability or foundation whatsoever but a lot can and will go right that's her trying to brainwash herself like, we love the danger. He's a ride or die and he's mad spiritual. What the fuck kind of danger? If you were in a committed relationship, there would be no ifs and ends, no questions asked because 
you're in a committed relationship. I remember the first time I got with my boyfriend, I was so bored. You want to know why? Because I had equated love to being manipulated and abused. The constant roller coaster of emotions of being happy, sad, anxious. She doesn't love the danger. She thinks they love the danger, but she's trying, again, to brainwash herself into thinking that this is real, that she is in a safe place with this man when she's not. No, you're, ad you're addicted to being mistreated. And so you think you love it. No, you don't love it. And the, the type of struggle love mentality and ride or die being insinuated as a good thing, that's outdated. Mm-mm. Not anymore, because essentially being a ride or die is you can do whatever you want to hurt me and I will still be here for you. Never again. He said he was going to take me flying. Have you never met a player in your life? These motherfuckers oversell themselves so that you like them and their potential. They will lie to your face. Girl, you need to go to college and fucking experience that shit again, because like you don't know what you're fucking dealing with. And yes, being friendly and knowing his friends and being able to chill with them is important. And I definitely feel that my two best friends that I live close to could definitely vibe with him. They already really like him. So notice how in every other conversation, she couples him into the opinions that obviously are only his. How come when it comes to something actually tangible in a future plan? Because when you get with someone, their friends essentially become your friends as well. So how come in this one statement, she never does that? You want to know why? Because this man does not want anyone, any of his friends, any of his family to know of her. And so this is why when it comes to something actually tangible in the future, she's alone in the statement being like, my friends already like him. Guess what? Because he's not fucking introducing you to his friends. He's not fucking telling anyone about you. You're the only one telling anyone about him. And it's fucking depressing. No, girl, I love talking to him. He gives me hours of, t of his time when he's busy. I've spoken to him the entire length of him driving to work. <laughs> girl, she's reaching so hard to feel loved, to feel like he's actually putting in any effort. Okay, so a couple things with the statement. I'm going by the sentence structure that she gave me, right? She says, I've spoken to him the entire length of him driving to work. So that means it was once, it was one call. Depending on the sentence structure, I've spoken to him the entire length of him driving to work. That implies that was one call. Second of all, my boyfriend was like, if this guy is actually a flight attendant, he should he would not be living that far away to the airport that he works at. And so it would not even be an hour drive. It would only be 30 minutes. And so essentially she is thinking that 30 minutes is a long enough time to be on the phone. Do not be this desperate and brainwashing yourself. She literally feels like she's in a cult for this Jonathan guy alone. And she's her only abuser. I remember that time when he was saying that I probably wouldn't understand where he was coming from and what he was talking about. And all I did was assure him that I do understand him and I do get where he's coming from. You sound, what he's hearing right now is this girl will literally lie to herself for me. And I want to keep her around because I can use her, validate myself with her desperation. That is the assurance that you're giving him that you're not going anywhere. And manipulators are really good at acting sheepish and, and weaponizing their traumas and issues to use you. Tell me I'm motherfucking wrong. 
because I want him to know that in a life where he has felt so misunderstood, I'm that person that actually gets him and I genuinely do. Oh my God, you sound like a pick me girl. And I kept telling him was when he sees me again that he'll basically see. No, I get what you mean. Compromise is definitely good, but sacrifice is great as well. We're talking about relationship shit. Um, just things that remind me of him and myself, whatever, whatever. Again, more whatever. Uh, yes, a lot of men run on logic because they were taught that they can't open up. So again, I want to be his safe space. I want his good, bad, handsome, and ugly. You don't have to struggle for a guy to open up. If he loves you, he'd have opened up to you by now. No excuses. Yes, that's the thing. I refuse to fight with the man I love, especially because he needs peace and I need to be his peace, especially since loving him has given my life back to me. Oh my God. Okay, so this statement is loaded with red flags. First one, I refuse to fight with the man I love. You want to know why? Because he will essentially tell you that you communicating your needs is fighting him. He will communicate every, he, he will think everything is a threat for a man like this because it's threatening his plans of using you and never committing to you and stringing you along. He will not give you what you need. So essentially you asking for what you need and rightly so getting upset about it. If he does not act like the man that you need him to be, he will, he will always tell you that you're fighting him. Because you're going against his agenda of using you. A man that actually wants to be with you will work with you with your needs and find compromises or at least accept that he needs to be a better man. That's why he interprets everything as a threat and fighting. And he does not want you to fight him because he does not want you to communicate your needs to him. Especially because he needs his peace. I need to be his peace. Any man that's ever said, you need to be my peace, is a man that wants to do whatever to you and you never complain about it. Is a man that will want to cheat on you, mistreat you, and still be his ride or die. No man that has ever been a good man will say, I need you to be my peace. Why? Because if he treats you properly, by default, by natural circumstances, he does not need to say that. Why? Because women that are being treated good in a relationship does not need to be his peace. Why? Because he already is. They already are his peace because they're being treated correctly. Men that do not treat their wives and girlfriends properly have to tell them and manipulate them into being his peace because he wants them to do, to accept all the abuse and mistreatment and just say, you need to be my peace. Girl, get out. Especially since loving him has given my life back to me. Okay, well, first of all, you need to get a job. You need to get an education. Get your life straightened out. Instead of buying all the products that you were asking me for so you can glow up for him, get a job. Fix your life for yourself. Why have you not given yourself this life for yourself? Why are you doing this for him? Why does he give you life? This is why this is such a red flag because she's so desperate to have a life because she does not have one, okay? Usually people that say that something gives them life is their philanthropic efforts to give back to the world, is their charity work, is their passion, is their job, their profession, their career, is usually their families, not another person. What gives you life is your passion in life. Your man should not be your passion in life.
I feel like a mom fucking like, oh my God, I feel like her mom. <laughs> like, this is so depressing. This is the type of shit your mom should be telling you, but they're too pussy to fucking help you out. Because you fucking react and you fucking get upset at people that anyone that wants to help you because you're so deluded and desperate to be loved. And for me, I love how his feminine side balances out my masculine side and how he helps me to be a woman and I support the man he is. Okay, well, his idea of a woman is someone that will take abuse lying down. So do not be his idea of a woman. You should be your own idea of a woman. This everything is so terrible right now. Everything is so terrible right now. And for me, I love his feminine side and balances out my masculine side. There is no such thing as feminine or masculine energy. You are either being mistreated or you're either being treated correctly by a man. This is, there's no such thing. Yes, being part of family and bringing him back into what's good for him is the goal. And I'd love to meet his family and double date with him and his dad and stepmom. Exactly. I want to live for him and me. It's nobody's business but him and me. This just sounds like... His rhetoric of, I don't want anyone to find out about this, I'm keeping us a secret, and she's falling for it. Because he does love me for who I am now, it's just valid to be afraid at the time. If he loves you right now, he would not be hiding you. You guys can have a private relationship, but he wouldn't be hiding you. You stupid. Oh my god, yesterday when we were doing the investigations, my boyfriend and I, I literally talked to him. I was like, are you ready for this? Because this is going to be uncomfortable and disturbing. Are you fucking ready? I'm not making this shit up when I say I feel like they have like a weird pedophilic kink, like that one TLC episode where the girl pretends to be a baby either because they have pedophilic kinks between them or she just does not want to work. And so the boyfriend is like the dad. Oh my god, it's so weird and uncomfortable and pedophilic and you're going to be, you need to get ready. Okay. You can pause the pod. You can pause this episode and get ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Like the baby doll sex moans I want to give Jonathan, I will give nobody else because he's my safety and comfort. And I've never felt electricity and butterflies and as horny for anybody else as he makes me. My boyfriend like burst out laughing. He was like, what the fuck? First of all, if he has pedophilic tendencies, you are literally helping him create this and supporting pedophiles. <laughs> because do you guys remember the movie Sucker Punch with Emily Browning? She literally is a sexualized image of a baby doll. Her name was literally Baby Doll in short skirts and anime type shit. Why are y'all enabling this? Why is this a kink? Jesus Christ, like this is so cringy and so wrong on so many levels. She's so desperate to feel like a woman and look like a woman that she essentially will be okay with this man having a pedophilic kink and go along with it. And she brainwashes herself. Holy shit. Honestly, I think our energies match, but I want to always surprise him with blowjobs and writing him, make him know this pussy mine. What's funny is my boyfriend was like, that's some, that's something you would say. And I'm like, yeah, I would. <laughs> and when I get my operation, I want him to be the only man who gets this vagina, me and John John. Well, first of all, doctors really should be telling their patients because they're so afraid to be called transphobic that they won't tell their patients that creating a vagina, actually the, the body thinks it's a wound and will keep closing. I remember I watched a Blair White video and this woman was crying about her transition and saying, I wish a doctor told me that this would happen and not just support a 
blinded me blindly for this agenda because guess what her she her vagina that they created first of all the vaginal cavity people have to insert instruments in order to keep it open because a the body thinks it is a wound second of all she had to insert coins in between her vagina lips because again her body thought it was a wound and it was trying to close it to heal she had to stuff coins every day into the lips possibly because it's more discreet you know in pants or jeans or whatever she's wearing and it wouldn't be noticeable and it wouldn't slip out but that's the sad part like i wish people just because they're so afraid of being transphobic or being seen as transphobic even if they're not would warn their patients and tell them this is not something that has been mastered yet by science and it would be unwise for me to tell you to go ahead and do this because it will harm you and it would make you struggle this will emotionally affect you and maybe you should wait I want to try that with him definitely and I want to do so much. I want to explore and heal my sexuality with him and him alone. Like I want him to tie me up, stick a finger in his ass, fuck in public, LMAO, that type of shit. I want dangerous sexy time with Johnny. We'd never be roommates because of our relationship. Plus, yes, I want to give him myself completely and I know he loves my fat ass. Oh my lord. I hate it when like, oh my god including Petty A, I think it was. Girl, you don't she twerking in her stories girl you don't have a fat ass you're just fat it's like lizzo type shit you don't have a fat ass you're just fat girl oh my god i'm glad i'm skinny and that's it i don't need a fat ass i like my small butt but like i'm not in denial and i will not say i have a big ass in pictures yeah you can manipulate it and like be able to pose in such a way that it looks like you have a fat ass but no you don't have a fat ass. You're just fat. He's hella excited but hella shy. I want him to be able to experience the sexuality of someone he's safe with and someone that wants all of him. I used to want kids, but he definitely doesn't want them, and it's impossible for us to get them, and I'm just realizing that, yeah, no, I can't do being a parent. I can definitely be a good parent, but it wouldn't be right for my life, and it wouldn't take away from my path and from him, which is fine if they don't want kids. I don't want kids either, and he would be a good father, but he shouldn't have kids himself, and that would take away from his life, too. I literally want a fun-ass house full of toys. Again, they have, like, a weird pedophile file kink because what do you mean by toys what do you mean by toys do you mean sex toys like what do you mean by toys like what toys like fuck like like alphabet blocks what do you mean by toys I literally want a fun-ass house full of toys and video games and fun with me and Jonathan and stuff for our hobbies and relationship. I don't want no one else in our space. Plus, he's been so wounded that just having a kid isn't right for him. He needs to heal his inner child. Girl, you're not his mom. Again, my boyfriend heard that and he was like, they have like a weird pedophile kink. And I want to heal my inner child with him and vice versa. And he's a little boy on the inside. Oh my God. <laughs> Red flag. And I'm always going to be forever young. It just sounds like these motherfuckers are never going to grow up and use their experiences to level up. They're just going to use their experience to stay in the same place and expect the person and the girl that he's using to fix him. But it will never work because they will want to they will need to help themselves in order to be a better partner if they don't want to do that for you they because they don't want to commit to you that's it it's simple like i got that young energy and is going to keep up with me and that's all i want besides we're going to travel the world you're not he's fucking playing you he's never going to become a pilot he's overselling himself because he knows he's pathetic and worth worthless and oh my god that's 
and we're going to fly the world especially because he flies everywhere so having a kid is not ideal because it's going to ground us and also ages and take away from us okay even if he was a pilot it doesn't mean he'll have his own fucking fleet it just means he'll okay so does that mean you're gonna go on his commercial flights and just basically like (laughs) hound him at his job So at this point, I was like, you should play 20 questions with him. And so because that's how I found out that my boyfriend would literally take a bullet for me. And yesterday I'm like, because I reiterated this part with him for, you know, our investigation into this fake ass fucking abusive relationship. And he was like, yeah, I'd still take a bullet for you. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, I fucking love you. But anyways, I think the reason why this reads as it does is because she knows that he does not love her or like her and he's just using her. And so she does not want to even attempt playing 20 questions because the only way that you would do 20 questions and stuff like this is if you feel confident in the person you're with because you don't want to hear the uncomfortable truths. And then she's like, girl, I definitely see it because, you know, I think playing 20 questions with him would be fun. Something like that. Just getting to know someone better by making it a game is a cute way to do it. And honestly, I already know he was. So I'm good on that at least. And that means so much to me. And I would literally give myself for him as well. She does not want to know the bad answers he's going to give her. I remember I would ask Tristan about future questions. Tristan, the asshole that needs to get run over by a semi truck. I remember asking him like 20 questions and shit and I would always be disappointed with the answer and then he'd give me a non-answer that I could like spin potentially to help myself feel better (laughs) because he knows he'd never give me what he what I need so I would be dreading my heart would be beating so fast like waiting with bated breath for his answer because I knew he he wasn't gonna give me what I need he was gonna fucking lie to me about all of it So surprisingly, I was able to end this pod episode on an hour and 15 minutes. That was a lot to go through and it was much longer doing the investigation with my boyfriend because there was another person involved, but I hope that you guys use this as a learning experience and if your friends tell you you're being fucking lied to, open your fucking eyes and fucking listen to the friends who have been there for you for years and help yourself. Yes, it is hard to hear and it is hard to accept and you feel like no one else will fucking love you. Guess what? I don't have to be trans to fucking have been in that situation and guess what? I overcame it and I realized I need to get away from this man. The sad part is when I was cheated on, I was so ready to take him back and I'm so glad that he ghosted me because he did me a favor and now I found the most amazing man and boyfriend. We literally talk about seeing marrying each other in the future because I finally found someone that shared the same ideas as me, that shared the same values as me, where we date to marry. And I hope that we go far and I hope that this works out. But I'm for now, I'm just glad that we have the same values. I can talk to him about anything, anything. And, and if you're going through this, there is someone out there for you. There is someone that will be proud to be in a relationship with you and will not hide the relationship. Again, you guys can have a private relationship, but you shouldn't be, you should not be hiding the fact that you are in one because that just means they're not going to give you what you want. Okay. Listen to your friends who have been there for you through thick and thin, who are trying to tell you that you deserve real love, that you deserve so much better.
I did this to my best friend in college and I wish that I would fucking, I would have fucking listened and it would have saved, well, I mean, I used it for my glow up, so that's okay. But like, she apologized to me. Like how pathetic I was to make my best friend who was warning me apologize to me when she ended up being right. When I spoke to my coworkers about this, they were like, you have to let her go through it herself. Otherwise she will not learn. And I get that she's young and she's at that age where she feels desperate and there's all there's more layers to this because she's transitioning and she's in a vulnerable place and she wants to know that she is lovable. And I get that and that's why this is the level that we're at. But she has to experience this herself and learn this on her own. Another thing I remember, because this is why she talks about uh, her and Jonathan in this way, is because this is her attempt at A, brainwashing herself, repeating herself and validating her thoughts and her delusions by having someone else validate it, right? And when I stopped validating her delusions, she lashed out and this just comes back to being used in a friendship as well and when she didn't get the reaction that she wanted from her attempting to manipulate me so she can manipulate herself into believing this is safe and this is okay she lashed the fuck out but she used me because i'm her gateway to the feminine and she wanted all my i literally gave this girl fucking all my jewelry brands all my shoe brands, my skincare routine, my lip care routine. She essentially wanted to be me. And when she did not get the reaction that she wanted out of me, she lashed out. And I'm a bitch and I'm a fake friend. And I go off about me, me, me. Well, I feel vindicated and I've gone off about her, her, her. All right, she should be happy too because for once apparently I'm not self-centered. And I remember because I would do this to my best friend, I would ask her for her advice. And then essentially, when I didn't hear what I wanted to hear, I would like reiterate to her the delusions that Tristan fed me in order for me to stay. The non-answers, the manipulative non-answers, I would repeat it to her. And then guess what she would say? Well, you asked for advice, but why does it sound like you're defending him over and over? And I needed that wake up call, but I never listened. This is your wake-up call, bitch. Wake the fuck up. Anyway, you guys, this is the last time I'm going to speak about this. Until something comes up, I will bring it up again. But that is the episode. I hope you guys look at some puppy videos to fucking cleanse your soul from what you heard. And baby doll sex moans. And if your man does not support you telepathically, leave him. oh my god i remember holy shit if your man does not support you telepathically hold on did i even fucking talk about that where is that so i think it was in the initial conversations um oh my god okay here it is no i feel you this guy has made me feel like a woman took care of me telepathically inspired me to start creating my art and most of all he's been the one for me since i was literally a baby bitch And then she also says, I need to be a bad bitch. No, you need to do it for yourself, not for him. Girl, no, for real. I know I'm his wife already. I bet he doesn't know that. I want some tall ones so I'm taller than him and I could stick his face in my tits when we hug. I don't think he wants that. 
also let me just say there's definitely a lot of yin and yang energy between me and him like the duality of us is very powerful and we are insanely similar i love it my goal is to heal his inner child call me his mama again <laughs> fucking pedophile vibes his name's jonathan he's the sweetest guy ever i swear to god he's got such a shy soul and i love him this is also another like way you can tell that she's so desperate to, you know, like feel finally realized. And I guess that's fine, but you're forcing it and forcing it is never a good thing. It will take time, but your glow up needs to be on its own time. And you're not doing that because you're doing it for a man. Once you get to that point and you feel as though, you know, once this guy is done with you, you will be in a depressive state and it could put you at risk for even being suicidal. You want to know why? Because the persona that you made for this man will fall apart once he's done with you, once he's done getting what he wants from you. And then once that happens, you will fall apart because guess what? You don't have a persona of your own because this whole time you have been doing this for him and not for you. Once he leaves you, you will be distraught and be like, what is my life? Who am I? Because you're creating this for him and not for yourself. I want to be so nice and smooth and pretty for him when I see John John again. So thanks so much for the recommendations and steps. Just wow. Thanks, sis. Okay, well, oh my god. Again, if they had been sexually active together when she was a minor and he was not red flags everywhere i don't even gotta explain why girl i love him so much and i said only if he wants and needs you too girl because this was like me trying to you know giving her trying to give her like some insight and she's like oh trust me he does you should hear the way he says he loves me oh my fucking god again she thinks <laughs> him telling her falsehoods about how much she how good she looks and being like oh my god these are beautiful when were these taken that's not proclamations of love i'm sorry that's bullshit coming out of his ass so this was before she blew up at me right she's like i appreciate you so much for asking i'm pretty good me and him are good he took care of me for valentine's day and now i'm certain i'm gonna marry the love of my life and it's all good i'm glad to be here for you so a word of warning for all of you out there you may think that just because he shows up here and there and does grand gestures men that want to manipulate and abuse you they're not strangers to grand gestures tristan used to do grand gestures for me you think i didn't fall for that so the thing is, why is he showing up for Valentine's Day, but not any other time? Because he needs to get his dick wet? I'm telling y'all, manipulators and abusers are no strangers to grand gestures. Because like I said, they will come back and get what they need from you. Once they have it, they leave. And then it perpetuates the cycle of breadcrumbing and you're falling for it. Anyways, guys, that was the pod. I hope that you learned from this again, and I hope you all have a good day and kick out anyone that needs to not be in your life, friends like this and men like this, okay? They have to learn for themselves. I will see you all later on a brand new episode of the pod. I'm planning to do the apology, which is when my harassers at work or at my previous job um, apologize to me in an attempt to fucking get me to give in because they did it publicly with all their other friends inside the room thinking they could easily manipulate me into accepting this apology girl if i did not talk to you despite all the things that you were putting me through i'm never gonna want to be your friend 
Like I said, like, I'm not talking to y'all because I'm afraid of you. I'm not talking to y'all because you're horrible people. So the next episode is going to be the apology. I just had to do this first because this was, my life is crazy. Like, shit always happens to me. So I had to make this. Anyways, learn from this. Be better. Live your life for yourself, not for anyone else. I'll see you next time.